0: can stop us. No way. It's the beer baba.
1: Hey guys, and welcome back to Beer Bubbles, the number one bubblest podcast in the world, we think, and we're sitting here with Erasmus Aking and Oliver Bozon. Yeah, Bozon. Hey! And it's easy sitting here without a microphone. I'm here! Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're sitting at a laundromat slash hardbread pizzeria slash folk beer pizzeria or folk beer place slash a brewery. Yeah. Yes. Hi guys. Hey. Hi. <laughs> hmm. Uh, So your brewery is called Underjord Bryggeri, I guess. Which is underground brewing in English. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about, first off, who you are and what you do at Underjord.
2: So we've we've had this brewery for three years, give or take. uh, And we brewed in this specific underground for those three years. And hence the name uh, Underjord Brygghus. We have been dear friends for Sixteen, seventeen years, something like that. Yeah, Se- yeah. Uh, playing music together since uh, high school. Yeah, yeah, all
3: right. Since we were like thirteen or something. Yeah. So and from from music to brewing beer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that happened kind of organically. I I didn't drink much beer when in at first, but Oliver showed me <laughs> some nice beer. So you that lured him I think in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Lured <laughs> me in. Yeah.
2: I think you you were even anti beer. Yeah. Uh, anti-beer? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. All right. It was so filling and uh, fuzzy and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what made you change your mind? Um, it's lower in alcohol. <laughs> I went from whiskey <laughs> to, oh. <laughs> to wine and then from wine to French cider and then from French cider to uh, lambic, I guess, uh, okay. guess yeah. and stuff like that. And from that to saison and slowly... No, I drink we'll Lager every night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a long process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So,
1: did you come up with this idea together? Did you start home brewing before that, or did you work in a brewery before?
2: No, home brewing. Uh, I think started it, and then uh, we educated ourselves as technicians or mm. engineers, like brewery engineers.
3: Yeah, I we went to the brewery, brewery engineer, uh, mm. the one in Nunesham. Mm. yeah, uh, and studied there and. and and we had our different internships at different breweries so right. Th- that was very helpful yeah yeah, we yeah gathering knowledge wherever you can basically yeah
1: so what what is the main focus in, in styles is are you doing a lot of different styles or is there like a main
3: yeah i mean just to clarify we have a very very small setup you've been there downstairs yeah. but <laughs> for those who listen we have we brew 120 liters at the time uh so that's yeah. I don't know what, what that is in barrels, but it's not much. It's huh. not even a barrel. It's not <laughs> even <laughs> a barrel, <laughs> basically. It's like okay. half a barrel, yeah. Uh,
0: but but um, do, you, do you have kind of a flagship beer that you uh, like your bread and butter and then you do.
3: Yeah, so uh, that's what I was going to say is that uh, since we've only been in August, we'll celebrate three years. So uh, the two first years, we decided to uh, never brew the same beer twice, just to, because we brew with, with the seasons and there's so much to to brew, so we never have time to brew the same one. Uh, but since we have kind of, uh, because of the system blog at the Swedish Monopoly, we uh, we we launched a product there that was like a, ke- a killer beer kind of thing, uh, like a Zögl almost, or that that's what the inspired us uh so that one has been our number one that's the only product that we've brewed continuously ever since yeah
1: Yeah. Mm. that kind of is your flagship beer then i I don't know
3: i i guess you guys have a much better definition of what a flagship would be but i saw Mm -hmm. somewhere that like you have to fill up at least three uh you know if it's this and that and that then it's a flagship beer Mm -hmm. and i I don't know if we have a flagship pair. Maybe that will be our f- flagship okay. pair at one point yeah. well, in you know. the future. Yeah, in the future. The yeah. only nominee for now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so, what what made you guys end up here? Because it, this is quite a unique place to be at, especially in Sweden. There, are, I don't think there's any other place in Sweden that does this, where the, all these have a combination. How how did you end up here?
2: We've been close friends uh, for a long time with, with the guys having the three point five. ABV bar, but I, I guess that's what you're referring to. This yeah, specific, yeah. Specific, specific bar. Yes, location. Yeah,
3: yeah. location. Yeah. Yeah. Right now we're recording from a bottle shop, the folk uh, the folk beer be- uh, shop at Kokskatan. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of decided on either, uh, you know, either we wanted to, I don't know, take a huge bank loan and uh, and uh, find a big, nice, fresh location in like Slaktusmädot or something. Mm-hmm and uh, make a really good lager on like huge or something like that or
2: big volumes
3: or uh, just start a very small stupid uh, (laughs) brewery that we can't get any economy and just brew whatever we wanted so that was kind of what we were deciding on and then we saw the whole equipment for like the whole brewery equipment for sale and we sort of talked to Freik and Martin who has the the bottle Mm -hmm. shop and they said like well we have this uh, next year we're taking over this basement space so you can basically rent the whole basement if you want to Mm -hmm. and we were kind of back and forth about it. But then Oliver said, like, if we're not doing this, if we're not buying the, the brewery, then I'm doing it by myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're going to help me cost it. It was an uh, yeah. al-
2: al- ultimatum for you. Yeah. You had no choice, basically. So <laughs> so
0: that, I mean, was, uh, that was it, perfect. Yeah. That and was you great. bought the entire equipment from uh, Jon and Anton at
3: Savant. Savant God.
2: exactly, yes. exactly. Yes. In
3: Borg, they were super friendly and uh, very helpful. Shout out to them. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: imagining you looking forward to the to the future with the brewery and what do you have planned what's what's in
2: working right now i mean more festivals and uh, fairs is the english word right yeah we've been to our first one it was like a month ago uh, gothenburg beer fest mm. um, and it's uh, since we come from music it, it's kind of at least for me uh, a boost for my ego to just <laughs> <laughs> sell the beer directly and get the instant
0: gratification yeah, of yeah, people yeah. liking your stuff, yeah. and, and also just talk to other breweries. Yeah, and uh,
2: at this fair, we were like a Stockholm uh, booth, so it, w- it was nice, nice to feel a part of the Stockholm brewery scene. And thanks uh, to uh, Cohops, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the magazine Cohops, yeah, okay.
3: he kind of handpicked six Stockholm breweries, and uh, and uh, we did a montage together. Uh, yeah. at an Alo whisky masa.
2: Oh yeah, that's yeah. The proper that's name. the name, oh, the proper yeah. name. Yeah. yeah. Okay,
3: okay. So that was uh, very. Uh, we we were we were super grateful for that. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, any other festivals in the future that you are booked into? Yes. Wallen, right?
3: yeah. yeah. They were the first. Yeah. Oh, Risky nice. Wallen, They were super
1: quick. Yeah. So that that's. Oh, yeah. Probably. Oh, see you there. <laughs> yeah. uh, me too. Probably. <laughs> <Nice>. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we're, that that, we're that was excited excited that was yeah. planned for like a year ago. Yeah. Or two years ago. But uh, the pandemic yeah. and stuff. So, yeah. 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 so, I mean, to answer your question, that's our plans, I guess, to mm. just do more stuff uh, outwards mm. uh, and not only brew beer in the basement. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that's, that's a good thing to do as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so there's something to do. <laughs> yeah, <drink>. someone <laughs> has, has <laughs> to brew the beer as well, yeah. L- like every artist, you want to be seen. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 we have a guy for that, uh, Matthias, but he's not here right now. I prefer to be down in the basement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> you don't like being seen outside, right? I,
3: I don't like the sun
1: or people. I like brewing beer. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for dragging you up here. No worries. <laughs> it's you you, good you weren't holding on too tight, at least. <laughs> so are you looking forward... Saison is one of the great... Or the, the thing you like the most, you both said before. and uh, I don't know if that's a secret, what you have downstairs. but
3: No, not at all. No, Which one? <coughs> the the barrel the barrel oh yeah, the barrel. yeah. so we have a Pinot Noir ba- barrel from from um, uh, from Bordeaux and uh, uh, in that one we have a saison right now that yes. that you guys had a little sample of mm. right yeah these tiny glasses you'll see on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 those are small bijou <laughs> bijou glasses uh, that one is uh, one hundred percent wheat Swedish wheat mm. half of it is really old variety I can't remember the name of it uh, uh, I think so yeah. maybe emmer yeah emmer I think so yeah
2: and not malted right and, and yeah, the other yeah. half is malted and the other half yeah. yeah. so is mal-
3: malted I can look but yeah and, and then only noble hops mm. uh, generously amounts of noble hops and true to our uh, philosophy we, we go with the mash hops that means hops that goes into the mash like an early stage of before we mm. boil uh, which means we can use more hops, <laughs> uh, which is awesome. And right. then also flame-out hops.
2: Yeah, we rarely do hops in between those two.
3: Yeah, the, those are usually yeah. only yeah okay, basically yeah.
2: mash hops and flame-out hops.
3: Especially yeah. for farmhouse beer. Yeah, 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 of yeah. course.
0: And to the people who don't know what flame-out hops is, it's actually when the boil is done. Yeah. yeah. On on the way, b- b- in the cooling process,
3: basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah just before we transfer so that's very late in the process I think uh, that we started to uh, talk about beer when we were out on tour with the band and we toured a lot not a lot but we toured in uh, Bavaria and uh, Bohemia and that's that was such a huge contrast from you know having Storstark in Sweden when you have like you have a Storstark it's the same price and everything but like like a a, what would be an international lager in Stockholm Uh, but In Bavaria, you have these deep-rooted traditions, and you have the cleanest fucking glassware you've ever seen Mm -hmm. in your life, and you have this beautiful head, you know, this head retention that's just ridiculous. So, Mm -hmm. And even if we played, like, the the worst venue in the Czech Republic yeah. with, you know, like a you know, an anarchist Super space. Super
2: shabby, rural people Czech. People
3: smoking marijuana everywhere. Mm. Some people are <laughs> sleeping, sleeping on the here. floor, yeah. And then they, even there, they will have, like, Pilsner in the cleanest fucking glassware yeah. you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's just, traditional for you. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that was so inspiring, I think. So mm. that was, I think that was a huge part of uh, gaining respect for the craftsmanship craft. around, yeah. 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 And starting to think, like, because we've homebrewed some, and both very, very interested in fermentation in general, mm. you know, with making kimchi and stuff like that. But that's when you get like, oh, well, this is something else. This is like mm. good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah the the, the
1: tradition of beer is well-respected in some countries. You don't see it often in, in, in Swedish pubs. The, no, the clean really. glassware and uh, <laughs> the perfect head. And uh, it, it's very rare here, I think. And I think that's, that's sad because, you yeah. know, there's so much flavors that disappear from the beer or... The bubbles themselves, the foam with dirty (laughs) glasses and and poor (laughs) Mm. (laughs) pours, basically. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, if you go to a craft beer bar in in Sweden and pay 120, Mm. you can expect a clean glass. But it's not the same thing as paying 20 (laughs) kroners and expecting a clean glass in the Czech Republic. (laughs) Mm.
1: They're Mm. insane there. Yeah, mm. I never spent so little and got so drunk as <laughs> <laughs> when I was in <laughs> It happens. But so during this tour, that was when you decided to to do this basically or or talking about it. That's where the idea fermented.
3: Yeah, or the uh, the love for the the it, yeah, 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 so yeah, and okay. then that grew and I mean, yeah. It was also like we both needed a break from what else we were doing at like 4 years ago or something when we, we stu- when we decided to uh, start studying Brewery engineering together. Yeah, so that was kind of nice. Take life in another direction.
0: But that that, uh, education down in uh, Mm Nynoshamn, that's quite new. Yes. They've had one up in uh, Dalarna for ages and ages. Yes. It's in... uh, Ludvika. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Does it differ? Do you you know if, if it's
3: a big difference between the two? At the point where we came in, it was some small differences but it was basically the same teacher okay. uh, Tobias Gran- Granis Granquist, he was uh, doing most of the work in both I'd say yeah yeah so but there were some differences of course yeah what breweries did you end up in, 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 doing the internship at?
2: I did at uh, PKLK <laughs> in <laughs> Stockholm uh-huh. <laughs> I've never said it in English but uh, uh, so in Skarpneck and then Hopshed in uh, in Visby uh, so those two kind of similar equipment to ours but bigger so it was really helpful mm. actually learning how to do the boring parts of a brewery it's I mean it's, it's hard to to learn about uh, couplings and um, slang, uh, yes. yeah hoses uh, in theory alone uh, yeah. I mean uh, the difference between hoses and stuff but so I, I really needed the internship to mm. actually learn stuff like that
3: yeah yeah I I went a bit more farmhouse. Yeah. I, w- I went to Eikotid in uh, Oslo that make traditional uh, raw, uh, 0 boil, um, uh, traditional uh, Norwegian mm. farmhouse beer with kveik uh, and uh, barrel-age program, which was very useful for... But I didn't learn as much about how to <laughs> handle the modern equipment that we use. <laughs> uh, and then I went, had my, sec- uh, my second uh, internship at uh, Gamle Enchedes. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, nice. So that was very nice.
1: The thing you learn I get from every brewery is that you're 90% a janitor. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. For
2: sure.
1: Well, PKLK
0: sure. and uh, Robin at uh, Gamlea they work quite closely. They, they were located in the same uh, place for a while as well, I think. Oh. In Elta. Because in Alta, yeah. I think, uh, Robin, 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 Robin brewed some beers over there. With yeah, that's as true. Well. Oh, when yeah. I, I started out of his garage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There <laughs> was like a in-between. Yeah, cool. when I
2: started in Skarpnik, it was kind of new. That location was kind of new. And it's true. Yeah, they brewed together before, Robin and uh, Peter. That's
3: nice. And they're some of the nicest people in the industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for
2: sure. And we buy a lot of stuff from them and help each other. Yeah, so Robin it's helps it's us nice. a lot. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's good. You hear about the, the Gothenburg beer scene has this huge collective of a yeah. community mm-hmm. of brewers helping each other. Do you feel that, has that been your experience here in Stockholm or? So far, yes. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yes. It may be, I mean, we're super, super small. So there's like a yeah a threshold yeah. to get over. But uh, yeah, of course.
2: Yeah. Especially since we started with the internships and grew from there, I think really got a part of the community. Kind of early, no, but that, that's uh, that's really
0: good because uh, internships builds connections between yeah. breweries. I remember when I was in Tampa, and everyone had some kind of foundation in Cigar City. Oh, everyone okay. had worked at yeah. Cigar City, or, or did work at Cigar City, or worked with someone from Cigar City. Yeah. So everyone, everything came from there, and uh, with an internship with a S- well, Stockholm mm. education, it's an. Ninosam is just south of Stockholm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it must be good to, to see all these small places and, and actually bring in the connections and, and get to know people as well. Yeah.
3: Oh, for sure, yeah. And a lot of the people that we were in, uh, I mean, w- we went to the same with the same class as uh, Simon, Maria Toyets, uh, Mikrobyggeri. So he's a dear friend now, and, and we've had some collabs with him and stuff like that. So that's great. And uh, we went with uh, Niklas who has Apex, Apex, yeah. uh, together with his friends. So uh, Yeah. En Ulrika,
2: yeah. who has Vettle. Yeah,
3: yeah. And yeah. so that was nice, you know, get, getting to know people from all over uh, Sweden, which is, uh, that's cool.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: yeah, there are a couple of breweries here. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like 400 or something. Oh, we're actually up to over 500 now. Oh, over okay, five okay. 500, yeah. okay, yeah. But it, it builds a strong community and it actually is good for promotion of good beer. Yeah. Because uh, yes. we've had too many years of shit beer <laughs> in this country. I remember when I started working at Beefeater on Yatkotten. There was nine breweries in Sweden owned by five companies, and they all <laughs> brewed the same beer. Yeah, yeah. and we
1: don't want to go back there. No. <laughs> so, uh, Bruskaill was planned. Yeah. This uh, August. Bruskaill. Any, any festivals you're doing in Stockholm? Uh,
2: all in Beerfest, mm. right? And then uh, v- we talked earlier about Vextus at I think they have some something planned that we might go to. All in okay, the Stockholm, in Stockholm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: All in uh, beer fest. Is that the <laughs> n- All in name? Beer yeah. Fest, yeah, in <laughs> Stockholm. Yeah, the, it's gonna be in Stockholm for the first time, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, uh, we're lucky to have been invited. Yeah, yeah. So we're going.
2: And maybe the Adels, uh music and beer festival, that but that's nice. not uh, official. Mm-hmm. So don't. Uh, I don't and not no promises cut cut that part out
3: (laughs) and maybe Malma as well what's the name oh yeah Uh, we don't like we don't know much about yeah we don't know much about the the business at all and we that's also one of the things that maybe I mean we're talking about the community and the the craft beer scene but we haven't really participated as much because we haven't really targeted the beer crowd yet if you know what I mean we've been working very closely with some uh, restaurants and some uh, uh, you know chefs in the in mm. here on Södermalm. malm we have such a low output and we try to bridge the gap between you know natural wine fans and beer drinkers and try to mm. say like well you can if you can pay 300 on a restaurant for a bottle of this wine maybe you can pay like 150 for for this bottle of beer, and you don't yeah. have to get so drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can drink two bottles. <laughs> uh, why not? You know. Uh, so, so that's been more our focus. This these first years, yeah. but now we start to open up a bit and yeah. see, like, oh, of course, we want to, you know. And also,
2: uh, we started during a pandemic, so yeah, we haven't had that much of a choice. When
1: in it comes in to festivals. So, yeah. yeah, very true. No, that's true. There's been no choice for anybody, basically. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> very sure. It's now, this last few months, it's been opening up again. Like, yeah. all over. And there's just no staff
0: to find. We work in the know. restaurant business. It's really... People go, oh, it's so nice. There's so many people coming in. Yeah. Mm. We're short-staffed all the time. Mm. <laughs> mm.
3: <laughs> I can imagine.
0: But uh, getting two beers, for the pri- uh, two beers for the price of a bottle of wine, that's nice. You can do twice the fun. Exactly. Yeah, (laughs) you don't get as drunk. Yeah,
3: perfect. I mean, if you drink enough, you get (laughs) drunk. Yeah, you just have to visit the loo a bit. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) in between. Yeah, but that's nice, and it's so nice to elevate uh, beer as a um, food complement. Yeah, Yeah. and think about pairing, and think about uh, this is something that you can actually drink on a weekday. Maybe you can, or if it's a better dinner, whatever. It's so nice to bridge that gap. I think. Yeah. Uh, Because I think a lot of Swedes still go in their mind to this '80s or '90s idea of a bottle of. Macho red wine has to accomplish this, uh, mm. you know, this meal. But you can definitely mm. find something.
1: Th- that's yeah. a big work we do at Akarat Is uh, oh for sure having the right beer for the food, and uh, mm. it's much more fun because there's yeah. since there's four ingredients in beer, it, it's, it's much more to play with. Yeah, you have everything with a bottle of wine. You know, you have one ingredient. It's the grape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's nice. That's uh, <laughs> then of nice course, white yeah. wine, wine can be a lot of different mm-hmm. things.
3: But with beer, I feel it's. It can really be a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you guys what is the perfect beer to Mulfrit? Traditional Mulfrit or like
0: uh, Mul Mariné? Because we have seven different kinds of yeah. <laughs> Mul on the
3: menu. Yeah.
0: And different things work with different things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have a mouls- my favorite is Mulroque 4. Oh, yeah. We're Rockford cheese and bacon. And I'd do a uh, Saint Bernouz up any day to that one. Oh, nice. 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 But if you're having good. a Mariné, I'd, I'd go for a uh, Belgian triple.
3: Nice, nice, nice. Or saison de poirier, or de blue, mm. <laughs> or Wow, that's yeah, that's. Beautiful. And if we're <laughs>
1: more Islay, we did saison de Pont, right? Yeah. I tried
3: that. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. That is just beautiful. I, I get hungry run. now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I get thirsty. I'm <laughs> thirsty. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And am thirsty. That's the most important thing.
1: <laughs> no, and I think we, we still have a long way to go when it comes to combining foo- f- beer and food because, as you said, it's not that normal or common mm. in in the rest of the the non-drinking world <laughs> <laughs> it's always a bottle of wine yeah always but so so one of your focuses is to make beer that works with food that's yeah. One yeah. Of the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah anyway
2: that's partly why we do big bottles like masqueros as, as you got was this grisette with the dandelions mm. on, on a big bottle just to share or, or I mean it looks good with food yeah. do you, do you
1: <laughs> try it out Yourselves, a few recipes, or
2: with the that specific beer? I used the beers you make.
3: <laughs> no, we never drink it. No, I'm just <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Some, sometimes we we get to to actually, you know, enjoy the the final product in the correct in, environment. But often it's just we have so much to do. So yeah, yeah, we just give it to the restaurant that that we know will appreciate it, and then they lost well, afterwards. I got this afterwards. word
0: word wisdom from a brewer that um uh, that I know that beer should be drank in its right environment and and if you are as a brewer don't drink it in a bar or in a restaurant you don't really know what the beer tastes like because what you you try down in in your basement or in your brewery is not going to be the same experience that you get when you Bring it in its right environment that's, yeah, that's true. true
2: we should be better at trying our beer at different locations you had because you uh, was at babayan uh, just down the street from here and tried two of our beers from that from their, their taps and they were excellent right
3: yeah well, it's i mean a, it's a different it's yeah it, a different h- it thing. hits you differently when yeah. when you because i was there to just clean the, the tap lines Uh, because we care a lot about our beer (laughs) Uh, so (laughs) so we wanted to give it a decent uh, you know uh, chance at least so we were cleaning the taps and then just you know when checking the beer that's all of a sudden you get to drink it as a customer and not as a brewer and it was just it was nice let me put it like that (laughs) it was nice the moral
1: of this story is clean your goddamn tap lines yeah
0: clean your tap lines and your glasses yes and it's also quite nice. It it must have been quite a boost the first time you saw your beers, in oh a yeah. restaurant. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure,
3: for
0: sure.
2: And I mean, it's the same as listening to your own music. is is super hard. It's kind of the same thing with beer. Sometimes you can hear if you hear, hear our band's music from from afar or from a different room. It's you get the like the clean, naked experience yeah, th- <laughs> as drinking you your hear beer. Yeah. yeah, blindly. Yeah. So yeah, completely mm. different thing.
3: Uh, but we're mostly like very grateful and humble for the whole beer community for f- these three years where we've been like slowly experimenting and just feeling our way i guess yeah
2: i think you had an alarm on your phone we yeah, should we add <laughs> we should add hops <laughs> to this <laughs> brew
3: <laughs> the beer is
1: uh, needing your attention right now so we're gonna ask the last question <laughs> this is it for both of you this can take forever mm-hmm. you're about to die what is the last thing you drink? Informal beer, of course. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can have anything.
2: I mean, we mentioned a couple of beers before, and uh, you said saison du Dupont, and it just—it stuck with me. Um, yeah. I have a craving for that right now, so that's my answer right now. But the saison I- of the if saison. I thought, mm. yeah, yeah,
1: always on tap at Accras.
2: Oh, huh? okay, yeah, that's nice. I didn't know actually. With clean <laughs> tap lines. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love it.
3: <laughs> uh, it's a tough one. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Under George. Und, uh, you spinning a uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, drink who's flagship yeah. beer. <laughs> yeah
3: um a killer beer straight from from, from uh killer bee? A killer bee. A killer, beer. <laughs> <laughs> a killer bee straight <laughs> from the from the basement. All right. Nice, yeah. yeah that's true. Straight from the from the maturation tank. Yes. Yeah. That would be perfect, yeah. Like five or six weeks into Like maturation. like you drink,
0: drink them properly in, in Germany, open open the keg and then there we are, yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: That I think that would be my perfect beer.
0: Well, guys, uh, the only thing we have to say then is um, thank you very much for having us. Yeah, and thank you. Uh, thank we you. always end on with uh, our little motto, uh, and we're gonna try to say it together, and that is:
2: drink better beer.